welcome to It Starts With A Click. I'm Olivia Bossett, fashion photographer and educator, and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. Hello, how are you? It's been a little while since I recorded a podcast, but I am so excited to be back for season three. Can't quite believe that there's already been two seasons of this podcast. Um, And here's what you can expect for the season. So I have planned to do five solo episodes and five, maybe six interviews as well with photographers and people within the industry who I think will be interesting to you. Um, so that's what you have to look forward to for the rest of this season. If um, if you enjoy listening to this episode and you enjoy listening to the whole series, I would absolutely love it if you could go and leave the podcast a review on the Apple Podcasts website. That is the best way that I can get improved in the rankings of the charts and means that more people like you can find the podcast and learn from me as well. If you really want to go the extra mile, you can share a screenshot of yourself listening to the show on your Instagram stories, because the truth is, word of mouth is the best way to spread the word. People tend to find podcasts by hearing about them from other people, I certainly do, so the more this podcast gets shared, the more people will be able to learn from it as well, and the more people I can help, so I would really love that and appreciate that. And I will say a massive thank you to you if you do do that for me on Instagram. So thank you in advance. The first episode of this season, I wanted to talk about some of the lessons that I'd learnt during the lockdown. Because right now I'm recording this towards the middle to the end of June in the UK. And the lockdown restrictions from the coronavirus pandemic have been being eased fairly slowly over the last couple of weeks. I did my first photo shoot post like serious lockdown about five or six weeks ago now so it's been a while and time has definitely sped up since we've been allowed to do more um, and I'm not going to complain about that but there's definitely some things that I've made notes on and been able to reflect on that have happened since the lockdown started so I thought that I would talk to you about those things and the lessons that I've learnt from experiencing a lockdown. So the first thing that I learnt from the lockdown was that I don't need to shoot quite as much as I was. If you have been following me online for a long time, you'll know that I used to do a photo shoot, if not more than one, every week. And while I think that's been a great thing for me because I've learnt loads, I've really pushed myself, I've developed my skills, I've experimented, I've tried all sorts of things I wanted to try, Um, I did get to a point where I think I was almost shooting because I thought I should instead of because I wanted, instead of it being because I wanted to improve myself. Um, I since then have been very intentional and purposeful with everything I've shot. I've only actually done two photo shoots so far 
since the lockdown was eased. Both of them have been with just myself and a model. I do have some shoots planned and I was actually meant to be doing a few this week, but they had to be postponed because of weather and they will involve bigger teams. But one of the things that I spent a lot of time doing during the lockdown was really thinking about what I wanted my work to look like going forward and what kind of stories I wanted to tell and I spent a lot of time doing mood boards and writing out in my sketchbook about ideas I have and really just getting very intentional with the work that I'm going to be producing over the next year and I look back to where I was and I really think I was addicted to looking busy or feeling busy instead of really being very intentional that the images that I was taking were going to do something for me and like I'm talking about this from a personal photo shoot point of view like test shooting I'm not talking about paid jobs sometimes you have a week where you have three paid jobs sometimes you have three weeks where you get none and that's just the feast or famine the way that fashion photography is but Even when I had paid jobs, I still shot a lot of my own personal work. And that's a great thing. I think that we should all be shooting personal work, but I definitely don't need to be doing it as much as I was. So I am intentionally trying to slow myself down and recognize that I don't need to produce as much to impress people or to impress myself or to feel like I'm a legitimate photographer. Um, It's, yeah, it's a weird one that I struggle with, but I'm seeing the benefit already because the two shoots I've done so far have been some of my favorite work and I think some of the best work I've ever done. And the shoots I have going forward are also going to be amazing and they're very planned and they're very thought through and they're going to be great. So that was, yeah, that's my first lesson of lockdown. My second lesson is that I am never going to stop running an online business. Um, One of the things I've struggled with in the last 18 months has been how much time running the education side of my business um, takes me. It takes a long time to write all the blog posts I do, it takes a lot of time to record these podcast episodes, it takes a long time replying to everyone's messages in my Facebook group and in my Instagram, but I love it so much and when the lockdown came into place, I was so thankful that I had this there to fall back on and to keep me afloat. Not only did it give me income because let's be real like I do make money from teaching you guys and from helping and from sharing the knowledge I have and 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 interviewing people and the courses I sell and the presets I sell that all gives me income but not just that it gave me purpose and it created a community and it gave me focus when if I had been sitting at home twiddling my thumbs going from shooting twice to once a week every week to having nothing I think I would have gone crazy. I've worried in the past that because I'm also an online business owner and a course creator and a mentor that it makes me look like a less serious photographer but 
the reality is that I'm just a multi-passionate person. Um, I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't love it and I wouldn't continue to push it and to grow it and to improve on it over the years. Um, But the reality is that I am going to keep doing this as long as I want to and it is great and I love it. And if you are someone who feels pulled in different directions and who has other interests apart from just photography or whatever it is that you do, don't ignore that. You can make it work. I have made it work for me to do these two things in parallel. I always say that I'm a photographer first and an educator second, but more and more they're becoming equal and they're becoming meshed together because everything that I do as a photographer I can use and and help you learn as well. Everything I do in my day-to-day life as a photographer gets turned into some kind of form of education just in the same way that this podcast episode does. You know talking about the fact that I don't need to shoot quite as much might help you to feel like maybe you don't need to shoot as much either or there's less pressure on you to be constantly pumping out content. Whatever it may be I just want to keep helping and I want to keep doing this because I love it. So I will never stop. The third thing, I was going to call this all lessons, but I didn't really, this isn't necessarily a lesson. It's more of something I did during the lockdown, which has been really helpful and really beneficial to me, was really focusing on my finances. Um, Right as the lockdown came into force, I sat down and I looked at my goals for the year and I said to myself, okay, I can't shoot right now, but I have time to do all kinds of other things. What do I need to do? And one of the things, the goals I'd had for the year had been to get my pension set up. And I went to a networking event and a, um, what's it called, a lecture around the start of the year, I think it was early February, all about women's finances. And I left that feeling really motivated and like I'd learned a lot more about finances and the pension side of things specifically. But again, I sort of sat on it for another month and a half, not really knowing what to do, getting a little bit stuck, getting a little bit confused about what course of action I should take and what kind of pension I should set up because the reality is that I haven't got anyone helping me with that side of things um, and my my parents live in Switzerland and they don't necessarily know how the system works in the UK so I didn't even really have family to ask and that always made me bury my head in the sand and ignore the fact that I needed to do it. So when we went into lockdown, I said to myself, no more, I need to do this now. So I grabbed my books, I went on YouTube, I did some research and I finally, finally, finally set up my pension. And I've done it, I've invested in it and I know exactly what I'm doing now. If you want to know, I set up a SIP, which is a self-invested pension. Don't ask me what the second P stands for because I can't tell you. Um, But... If you are interested in setting one up, I can really recommend a great website. This is for UK only, of course. If you're in the rest of the world, I'm really sorry, I can't help you that specifically. But if you are in the UK and you want to know more about setting up a pension, the website I found the most helpful was the Money Saving Expert website. I'm going to link it in the show notes and in the blog post of this podcast so that you can go and see that. Um, That was where I got most of the information on what was good right now to invest in. 
I also read a bunch of books, so I will link those books in the show notes as well. The book that I loved the most was called You're Not Broke, You're Pre-Rich, and that is a book I've recommended before. If you've heard me talk about books, you've probably heard about this book before, but it's it's a really good one, and it's very easy to understand, and it is written by a woman who is based in the UK. So yeah, I got my pension set up finally, which is a great feeling to know that I am, you know, looking after my future self and have invested in my future. The other thing I did, which was more unexpected, but definitely was helped by the fact my boyfriend was also interested in doing it at the same time, was I started investing in stocks and shares, which um, I'm not going to go into a huge amount of detail on because it's very complicated and I am not the best person at explaining anything to do with finances. But um, I set myself up with a stocks and shares ISA, which again is a UK based um, bank account and I've started investing in funds for the first time in my life so I'm officially growing my money on its own which is amazing and it's a great feeling to know that I have taken that step and have started to really take my finances seriously and take the future of my money seriously as well. I also got stuff done like my pa- my tax return. I filed that really quickly um, when the tax year ended. I, I do always do that. I like to get my tax return done as soon as I can at the end of the tax year just because I hate having it hanging over my head. Um, so I'm a weird person who does it as soon as I can. Um, but then I also did, you know, like I redid my budgeting. So I looked at how much money I needed to be spending each month. I looked at where there were areas that I could cut down. Um, I, th- I looked at things like, do I really need to be paying for Amazon Prime? Um, I think there were other things. I can't remember what they were, but there were certain things. Oh, I moved my website from paying annually to paying monthly because when the lockdown came into place, I wasn't sure how much income I'd be getting over the next few months and I had no idea when I'd be able to get back to work. So I thought, right, I'm going to help myself a little bit here and I'm going to reduce the amount of money I have to spend on my website each year. The reason I did that was because my website's um, payment came up in March and I was like, oh God, no, I don't want to be spending that much money right now. So I split it up into monthly payments instead. And um, yeah, I just got organized with my money, which is always, I bang on about this a lot, but if you're not someone who is organized financially or who struggles the way that I used to, like I used to be so unorganized with my finances, the best thing you can do is just read, educate yourself, watch videos on YouTube, read some books, ask your friends about it, start talking to people about it. If you want to talk to me about it, please do. Um, But it's the best feeling in the world to know that you are organized with your money. It really is. Okay, number four is that I took some time off. Um, I definitely did some quality chilling. <laughs> like We had amazing weather throughout April and May. And the irony is that the moment the lockdown was eased even more, the weather turned in the UK. It made it, oh, it was so frustrating. But um, throughout April and May, I definitely embraced the fact that, okay, I can't shoot I can't do as much as I would normally do so I'm going to use this time to relax and spend time with my boyfriend I don't think my boyfriend and I have ever spent this much time together in our entire relationship and it's been really nice and I've spent time with my dog and it's for the first time in years that I wasn't traveling every month to go somewhere long far away um 
I do normally travel a lot either to Switzerland to see my family or driving up and down between Cornwall and London or flying to Ibiza for a shoot or going somewhere on holiday. It's been the first time I've just stayed put in the one place for, well, it's now five months. And the hardest part of this has been not seeing my family. I've definitely felt that. I normally try and see my parents every three to four months but I obviously haven't been able to do that because of the virus and I don't know when I'll be able to again because of the quarantines they've put into place in the UK. Sadly, I can't risk having to stay in my home for two weeks unless I got sick, which would be very different. But if um, if I'm healthy and I could be working and shooting and getting outside, then sadly I can't risk not being able to do that. So at the moment, I have no idea when I'm going to see my family again. But It has been really nice to embrace the slower pace, to not feel the pressure to be doing all the time, to be going forward full steam ahead at all times, which is often what I feel like I should be doing. So yeah, that's been really nice. It's just relaxing a bit more and I'm going to try very hard as the restrictions get eased even more and as we're allowed to sort of go back to quote unquote normal life to remember that I don't need to go at a pace of 100 miles an hour every single day all the time, that it's okay to take some time off and relax and sit on my balcony and read my books if I want to when it's sunny. And the last thing I wanted to mention is that pitching to brands remains the absolute golden marketing tool. And This was a really good lesson for me in the middle of the lockdown because when the lockdown came into place, I actually took a couple weeks where I was like, I don't know if I can legitimately reach out to brands at the moment. I I began to question everything I'd ever taught other people and myself about marketing because suddenly we were in this place where the whole world was shut down jobs were on the line for most people, brands were reporting record slumps in in the selling of their clothing and their items. So I definitely took all that on and felt the pressure and began to really worry about the future of the fashion industry, to be honest. I, I had days where I was like, As, is the industry going to look conceivable after this all ends and a few weeks into it I want to say like mid to early to mid-April I decided I was going to try and reach out to a few people and see what the response was and it amazed me that I had doubted myself at all because as soon as I did that the responses came in and even though I didn't book any jobs in the middle of April, the conversations were still happening, people were still responding, people were still very open to hearing my ideas, to hearing what I had to bring, to, you know, put me down in their books as someone I could, they could work with in the future. And I, it just reconfirmed everything that I knew deep down about how valuable the fact that you can email someone 
that you want to work with and get a reply from them. It's the best thing I have ever done for myself as a photographer is learn how to reach out to people effectively, learn how to research brands effectively, learn how to work out who I'm best suited to serve and then reach out to them and show them what I can do for them and build those relationships. Despite the lockdown, I have now built some relationships with people who I know could really benefit my career going forward and they're really exciting. I'm extremely excited about what's to come in the next few years for me. I used the time during the lockdown to really knuckle down and do research and think about what it is that I want my career to look like in the next five years and I'm really excited. I think it's going to be great. I I don't want to say that I enjoyed the lockdown because the reason that we were in a lockdown was a horrible reason and it was horrible to witness so much pain for so many people but I try to look at everything with the glass half full mentality and I do think that I made the most of what was a difficult situation and going forward I'm going to be better off for it. So yeah, those are some of the lessons I learned during the lockdown. I hope that they were interesting to listen to and I hope you're excited about season three of the podcast. I certainly am. If you have anything you want me to go over in either this season or the next, please let me know. I am now doing more Instagram lives as well. So if you're interested in watching me record things and you want to interact with me a little bit more and have more direct one-on-one interaction, Instagram is the best place to come and hang out. If you want to be part of a more lovely community about fashion photography, you can come and join us over in my private Facebook group. I have a Facebook group specifically for fashion photographers called Fashion Photography with Olivia Bossert, which is amazing and I would love to have you in there. Please come and join us and yeah, thank you so much for listening. I will see you next time. Bye.